You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <clears throat> you get you got to be easily pleased in this life, or otherwise you're just going to be perpetually unhappy. It's not a good way to be. Well, I got my little mic stand. I got my uh, samosas from an Indian grocer that smells overwhelmingly of cat piss. I am <laughs> a very happy guy. Samosas are what's up. Have we ever? We, should we give this idea away for free because we're too pussy to do it? Have we ever talked about white guy samo? Our our star our our business startup our our uh, food cart, our food, uh, no, what do they do now? They do, uh, trucks. Uh, yeah. The food, our food truck idea, the white guy samosas. Every former hardcore kid who's not a barber currently owns a food truck. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably so true. some of them are probably doing barber f- shit from a truck. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, WG samosas has, uh, been my vision for a decade and I, I hope to carry it to its fruition. Um, Maybe it would fly better in in Australia. Australia is weird as fuck, man. It's like Canada, where they they pretend to care so much, and then when the rubber meets the road, they don't care at all. (laughs) Like like America too. Sounds like it all sounds like America. (sighs) It's like land acknowledgments, unless you're in the way. You know, that's that's pretty much the fucking motto here. Uh, white white what, white guy samosas. We were gonna. It was is uh, you know samosas like the the Indian cuisine, but we were gonna like make like peanut butter and jelly ones. Yeah, you could make any. But the, what I'm saying is, you could put literally anything in a samosa. It's just like a fried pocket. It's a hot pocket, but yeah, Indian. it's basically. I so, mean, maybe hot pockets were the original uh, samosa, samosa appropriators. No, that predates samosas. Oh, do. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, hot pockets came first, I guess. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Samosas were invented in uh, 1998. <laughs> Yo, do you know how long uh, hot pockets have been around? Uh, I, I would say since the, I, if I had to guess, I'd say early 90s, late 80s. Uh, that's correct, 80s. I had to research this because uh, it, it, for a job, I had to write something that takes place in the 80s. And they wanted me to write about Hot Pockets. And I said, "Eh, I don't think they were around. And then I went and looked. And it seems that they were. Sure enough. But they had a big, they they popped big after like 9-11, I feel like. Yeah, 9-11 caused uh, the Hot Pocket uh, popularity. Well, nothing was hotter than that fucking, uh, than those towers there. Than those steel beams. (laughs) I mean, you want to melt steel beams, you put a fucking Hot Pocket in there, shit comes out like lava. That's what people say, and that was probably some some local comedian's joke. Should I yeah. start doing com- Should I start doing comedy at like the 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 the, the Perth uh, uh, Laugh a Minute or whatever? I honestly, because because I live so close to the the comedy store, I was I was just like, why not? You know, like it's truly in the most casual. I don't care where this goes. It just seems like maybe a fun thing to do. Type way, open but, mic night. 
I'm so not funny. It's like brutal. Like I, I find it very frustrating that my brain is slowing down. I'm not witty. I'm not sharp. I find it, it, it. I, I find everything about my current existence, except for my situation, frustrating. So I like where I'm at. Uh, I love my girlfriend. I, li- I like this whole situation. I find it deeply frustrating that I get dumber every month. I get fatter every month. I get uglier every six days. And I, I'm just like, it's frustrating being in decline. And I think I was probably funnier as a kid. Not like a kid kid. Kids are not funny. But like, you know, maybe a uh, 25, 26 year old is probably pretty funny. And now I'm just a spent, raggedy ass, dusty turd. I mean, I think you're funny, but I think it's 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 all about the the setting, right? Like like you, I would say <clears throat> one of the more engaging frontmen in in music. But uh, like you're good at that. But put you on like a stage and expect you to like rattle off bits, you know, a tight <laughs> yeah, like it's not, it's it's not gonna work really. Yeah, it's. I don't know, very frustrating. And also, I experienced uh, a follower loss uh, today Uh-oh. because because last night on my newsletter, I said a true thing. Oh, and, tell me more. <laughs> so uh, that the podcast that I keep pushing you on, uh, pushing all our listeners to, uh, things fell apart. Oh, it's that, a podcast? Yeah. Oh, why am I not listening to that? I'll check that out. <laughs> If, if you were going to say it was a book, I was going to get the fuck out of here. No, no, no. It is a podcast, and it is deeply affecting. And there is an episode on the thing that I find most interesting in all of life, which is the satanic panic preschool hysteria, uh, You know, children fl- being flown around the room by witches, uh, children being flushed down toilets, all the stuff that could not happen, and yet people were convicted of it, right? So... In this episode, he interviews a woman who was uh, convicted and sent, sentenced to 47 years uh, for child sex crimes that not only did she not do, they weren't physically possible. So it's not like you need a jury to determine if something is, is <laughs> if somebody is guilty of something that can't be done through the laws of physics, you know? Yeah. So, so this woman goes away. Uh, she ends up getting, I think she does two years before... Uh, an attorney steps in and says, what the fuck is going on here? And, and then takes her case. Some, some shit like that. Right. But, uh, there is a comic creator who was canceled and among his list of allegations against him is non-consensual hypnosis, mm. which, which is not real. It's just not fucking real. <laughs> and it bothers me so much. That even if you think this guy's guilty of 30 other things, if you don't like him, if you think there's no place for him in the industry or he should go kill himself, (laughs) that's not real. And it's so frustrating (laughs) speaking to people who like, like just, you got to live on planet earth. It's getting frustrating being around people who don't live on planet earth, but that's what hysteria is, right? That's what, that's what uh, a moral panic is. So I, uh, I, uh, you should listen to that. But at any rate, I put that out in the world that I made some connection between these two things. And somebody, somebody was mad because I woke up with <laughs> with fewer followers. Although I will say, shout out to people who simply unfollow. Yeah, thank thank you. If yeah, if you used to listen to this podcast 
and somehow you are hearing it now, despite the fact that you don't listen to this podcast anymore. Like, let's say that your little brother is blasting it from his fucking room that you live next to him because you're a fucking loser because you don't listen to our podcast. But True. Let's say that's Your your little brother's going places. Yeah, exactly. Let's say that's true. Thank you for merely unfollowing and not hitting us with your exit interview about why you unfollowed. Nobody gives a goddamn. No, don't care. Don't give a shit. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, What, Eric, what's going on in your life? In my life, uh, I thought I had COVID for a day again, but uh, it turns out I think my antibodies are still bumping because I was at uh, I was at a comedy show thing with the the chick I'm seeing and and some of her friends were there and everyone got COVID except for this guy. So mm. my antibodies must still be must still be bumping because um, I'm chilling. I just fucking I jogged the mountain. I'm I'm king of the fucking world out here. Say the shit that that everybody says when they don't get COVID. I'm just built different, bro. I'm just built built different. (laughs) Like my fucking, I I had COVID once. My antibodies, like my, I'm, they're fucking just mad brolic out here. Like I I take my vitamins. I don't drink. I take, I, I sometimes I'll pop a zinc. I'll I, like I'm out here. I'm on that Joe Rogan grind set and you can't stop me. It's all the way to the top. Yo, it's amazing that, isn't it remarkable? That we both ended up uh, in nice situations when when we're getting wild, we're popping zinc. <laughs> <laughs> because there's nothing women love more than like a reckless drug addict. Sure. And it, it's fascinating that like when – I'm happy for us that we could yeah. manage some level of romantic success while only popping zincs. And <laughs> because- you, you, you hear this right now? I'm, I'm popping a zinc. Oh, <laughs> it's getting so loose on this podcast. <laughs> so here's the thing. I, I watched that Pam and Tommy, uh, uh, whatever that is drama, right? Yeah. And <clears throat> shout out to our boy, Spencer. Uh, it was fun to see him in it. Uh, yep. I liked the thing, right? I thought it was fun. And yeah, me too. Seth, Seth Rogen, despite being a, 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 a 280 pound worm is, uh, <laughs> is still a very good comedic actor. <laughs> He's excellent at what he does. So I, but the thing I was reflecting on the whole time is, okay, Pamela Anderson seems like the nicest lady. I, yeah. I've been in her presence once for 30 seconds and she was a ray of sunshine. <laughs> I don't know anything about her. Like, you know, like, she doesn't seem to be able to keep a marriage together. Maybe she's a difficult person with uh, ups and downs. Maybe uh, who knows, right? I mean, I think I think she's maybe attracted to uh, a certain type of dude. That, and, okay. Yeah. Well, that's where I'm going. Yeah, go. Which is when and uh, listen to our listeners that were getting beat up by their partners. I, I, I'm not talking about you. Shut the fuck up. I'm, I'm I'm talking about something light and fun. So so here's the thing when. You date an absolute shithead. Is it not supposed to reflect on you at all? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm watching this and being like, yeah, everybody that's ever interacted with Pamela Anderson says she's a really pleasant lady and nice. And she's well portrayed in this show by this woman that's doing a good job of seeming really nice and patient with idiots. 
but how do you love Tommy Lee? Yeah. How, how does anyone love Tommy Lee? No, like, I mean, I think the show did a good job. Like, I get it. Like that, that I, the scene that I, lo- I think I love the most, um, is when she's out to dinner with all those guys. Like they're like, sort of like, yes. I forget exactly radio, what the scenario is. They're, they're radio guys. Yeah. And they're all just like, kind of just flabby, boring, just sort of like so excited to just like be in her presence that they're all kind of like, and, and they're, but, but the, the, the main thing is that they're, you know, they're, they're boring and all she can fucking think about is Tommy Lee with his embarrassing tattoos and his hard fucking cock. I get it. Listen, I don't get anybody and I'm a Tila Tequila fan. I like Daisy. Oh, she's fucking wild. She's wild. I like Daisy De La Hoya. These are, you know, I I get that these are like the the female equivalent of Tommy Lee in so many ways, but like to see a male, an adult male, do the double devil horns tongue out, it, it, it's galling. <laughs> it's it's like I it's like if I walked in on that guy like making love to his own mother, I'd be like, okay, this is way this is upsetting. I have to call police, but. It's it's less embarrassing than, than the double devil horns tongue out. That's the fucking worst. I can't even look at it. Uh, look, I mean, <clears throat> you'll get no argument from me. The dude's a fucking cornball. I mean, it's it's yeah. I find his behavior embarrassing. I mean, one of the enigmas of my life is like, and I see it. I've I've seen it my entire life, and it's it's perhaps no more pronounced than when I go to Runyon Canyon. But just Adonises of women, like true, like 10 out of 10 doesn't even do it justice. Like they are statuesque, like they're incredible. And just the fucking lamos that are like three steps behind them, looking at their phone, being like, <laughs> yeah, babe, I was listening. Babe, what? I was oh, listening. I, I say this all the time. There's, there's nothing a man won't take for granted it, uh, yeah. over a long, over a long enough timeline. There's, uh, and this is probably depressing news or maybe not news at all for many of our heterosexual female listeners. Uh, over a long enough timeline, you will have to check your man because he will at some point fail to appreciate everything that you do. Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I've noticed it in myself. Like, yeah, there is, there's, I mean, I mean, I would broaden it out. I mean, I don't think it's just like, I don't, it's, it's not, not only men. I mean, people in general are always like, people get bored, you know, people, yeah, people take everything for granted. Like I was thinking about it again, the mountain is where I do a lot of my thinking, but Mm -hmm. like looking down, seeing some of these big houses with pools and I'm like, fuck, that looks nice. Like that's, that, that seems like, imagine just floating in the pool in the sun. And then I'm thinking about the, the guy that, I mean. I'm making, I don't know the guy that lives there, but like, I'm thinking he probably looks at the top of the hill from his porch and thinks, damn, that house up there looks cool. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so there's a, uh, for our listeners that have never been to Runyon, there is a, uh, okay, well, first let's explain what Runyon is. Runyon is where uh, people that are transplants to uh, to Los Angeles just, just depressingly wander like zombies. Uh, (laughs) A little too close to home there, buddy. (laughs) It's it's just for people who haven't made connections and friends in Los Angeles who just wander 
with a vacant look in their eyes. And it's, it's, it's a really nice public park, but because LA is just such a, uh, like it, it's a place that you're told is supposed to be exciting or plugged in or whatever. Uh, it, when you're none of those things, you still need to get exercise and leave that. It's true. <laughs> so like it's, it's so for, for reference, Eric and I lived next to, uh, like, uh, uh, strip clubs and, uh, Hollywood's, uh, longest lived cocaine bar. And, uh, we lived right next to these places and we're not regulars at any of them. No, we're guys that go to bed at 11 and pop zinc. <laughs> and instead we go to the mountain at any rate, Runyon Canyon is, uh, th- there's an interesting thing in it where there's this multi multi-million dollar home that's in the canyon. So it's in, uh, it's, sh- it's in shadow starting at like two in the afternoon. And I'm sure that the person who lives there has a great life. However, I have yeah. no doubt that they look at the person at the top of the hill and say, God, I've, I've been fucking robbed yeah. <laughs> in this life. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of a, it's a weird trap because it's like I have to check myself and be like, you know, my living situation is pretty nice. I got it pretty good. I got a, a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of money. Like I should feel good about what I have. But it's also like, nah, like we could do better than this. Like, let's keep going. You know, yeah. like at what point do you just like where 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 do you get to to when is it OK to be content with what you have? You know, I don't know. I mean. Let's presume that the guy in the smaller house at the bottom of the hill, nice though it is, maybe he's maybe he's 41, you know, that he's still got a lot of life left to live. Why not try and get the bigger house? I guess the point is you can try and do that, but maybe you don't have to like you don't have to feel so bad about not having it. Maybe I I don't know if you need to feel bad. I mean, look, I'm at the juncture of my life and call me low ambition, low T, et cetera. Uh, not having cancer rules. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, call, maybe I'm, I'm unambitious, but if I can just live a long time without extended periods of homelessness or cancer, I'm going to call it a win. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty low ambition, but I feel you, you know? <laughs> I, I feel that. No, I mean, like, it's and it's not even just, ca- like, it's not even just cancer. Like there are some like genetic diseases that are so horrifying. Oh yes. That, you know, like, like I've told you about the, the fucker, the, you know, that, that fucking rare ass disease that, uh, you just, you, you, you're not able to sleep and you eventually oh. just die. I'd kill myself. I'd kill myself. I would just like, I'd be like, I guess I'm going to jump off this fucking building right now because I'm not going through that hell. Yeah. My fate is sealed. Listen, you know, I think it's, I, I mean, we just I, brought it I, down, but no, no, no. Uh, uh, we've talked about uh, HR from the Bad Brains, who's got uh, that suicide disease, which is the oh, craziest. Yeah. That's terrible, terrible. But yeah, th- there's all sorts of shit like that. Like I, I think about brain eating amoebas all the time. Oh my god! I mean, I'm you're scared, in the fucking scared. you're in Australia, the land of fucking like things that will kill you without like. There's so many different spiders and snakes and sharks and jellyfish that are just out there, like ready 
to kill your ass. People say that. It, 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 I so yes, there are sharks right next to my house, but but I don't see any of these spider. I haven't seen a single spider since. I've, that's not true. I saw a spider in the woods, but I haven't seen any of these scary. You're gonna die, spiders. Uh, I haven't seen any snakes, which is weird. I expect to see snakes. Uh, the hold on, let's sh- let's check uh, my favorite app. It's replaced Citizen for me. It's uh, Shark Smart. <laughs> let's okay. look at shark smart um <clears throat> okay so uh off the coast directly where i am uh there is uh unknown species uh shark spotted today possibly eating a dead seal um, okay. okay well then he's full so you don't have to worry no worries uh and then uh, uh right near how weird is this there's Rotnest island which is considered like the, the like the water is incredibly blue. Everybody says it's just the most beautiful place in the world, but its name is Rotnest Island. Yeah, bad name. Which apparently is Dutch for rat home. So it's a rat home island. <laughs> okay. How weird is yeah, that? Yeah, not, not like, is it one of those things where like, you know, they called it Iceland because really it was like super beautiful, but they just didn't want people coming to try and conquer it. Right. I mean, that, that could that maybe that's it. They don't they don't want to share the they don't want to share the crystal blue waters. They so rotten nest it is. Uh, apparently, uh, the, the, they thought that they were dealing with rats, but they were really dealing with uh, coke. Uh, some kind of I forget what the animal is, but it's this. Uh, it's the most adorable rodent you've ever seen. You've seen like photos of them. They all look like Disney shit. Mm. But. Here's but if they crazy. bite you, you go into anaphylactic shock, and then your 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 spinal fluid drains, and you die. No, it's a little darker than that. Oh, okay. they, they they throw their babies at predators. Wow, <laughs> how crazy is that? That's that goes again. See, that's what makes Australia so remarkable. Because like they got platypuses, right? They do. So like humans tried to like organize and categorize like all different species and you know families of animals and shit like that and like you know mammals have hair and like fish lay eggs and amphibians do this but reptiles do this and then the platypus was like what's up i got a fucking duck bill and hair and i lay eggs and i got web feet and they were like god fucking damn it this fucking like this the every the prime directive i think that's the, no that's the start with the biological imperative is like to both yeah, the, the prime biological imperative directive is to you protect you you breed and then you protect the shit out of your child so then that thing can go on and breed. You keep the fucking species going. But then this fucking stupid mouse is just chucking babies at a in the snake's mouth. Yes. <laughs> fucking I mean, dumb. But as a rodent, it kind of makes sense because rodents engage in, I forget what type of, there's like K and R reproduction, two types of reproduction. I forget, I forget which is which always, but basically one of them is just, we're going to put as many out in the world as we can. And if you're a rodent, I get where it would, where you'd say, yeah, actually it makes more sense for me to live because I'm sexually mature and can have more children. Whereas if my baby lives, he, he might not make it. And, uh, like, because I can't look after him. it would be like, like, Oh, this toddler is not self-sufficient. So why are we, why am I going to die for a toddler? That's going to wander around the desert. Do there's, you know what a, I'm saying? there's a lot of deadbeat fathers that probably said the same thing to themselves at some point. 
you know? <laughs> Saying, what am I doing with this fucking dumbass kid? He's probably going to end up on drugs anyway. I'm fucking get out of here. Have another one. Oh, that is so many. Uh, the <laughs> I don't know if you've, uh, so this is going to be like, our listeners are going to say, what is Patrick all right? I, I watched the Kardashians the other day and Courtney and Travis Barker are, they got to be 40, right? Like Travis has got to be 45. Courtney's got to be yep. 40. Um, they're desperately trying to have a child. They've been together for like a year. Guys, your relationship is valid even if you don't have children. <laughs> like you don't need to each, both of them have like two or three kids apiece. What are you? I mean, and I get it. You're, you're wealthy. So what's another kid who gives a shit? So nanny's going to take care of it anyway. But like, what is like, does that not seem crazy to you? I know you'd eventually like a family, but like, it, it, it doesn't seem odd that there's people that are like, yeah, we're getting together at 60. We really got to have a kid to make it real. What? Well, isn't it like, I mean, don't after like 36, isn't it for a woman? Isn't it kind of like the ship has sailed? I don't want to talk about it. All right. <laughs> I get in trouble every time because it's, it's worse than that. It's not that the ship has sailed. The ship can still sail just, it lists sideways and crashes into rocks. It, I mean, look, so, my my mom had me when I when she was like thirty five, and I came out with scoliosis, uh, drinking problem, and uh, obesity. So take it for what it's worth. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's uh, after a certain. So I think thirty. It might be thirty six. Is a ger- is considered geriatric pregnancy. That's the language oh we use. That's and, me. And the the. The whole thing is that your eggs are old. Uh, they they are not the primo eggs, so you no. end up with with a much higher propensity towards disability. Now, you know what though? I'm way more lit than my older brothers, so okay, that's fair. But but <laughs> your family might just have bad genes all around. But what I'm saying is that if you have a child late and it's not the primo eggs and you're, you're, there's a higher likelihood of disability. The tragedy of the whole thing is that you're old. Therefore, the care that you need to administer to a child with a disability for a longer length of time than we traditionally care for children. Like, so let's say that your average child can be out of the house at 18. Maybe they fuck up, they come back, they're there until they're 22. And, but if your child's disabled, you may have to care for that child in some capacity in principle forever, but like certainly past 18. Right. So unfortunately you're old as fuck now and you can't. So it's doubly tragic, tragic. Like, Oh, my son's got a disability. Oh, that's, that's a real hassle. That's too bad. Uh, Oh, also I'm going to be dead and unable to do anything for my child. Oh, very good. You planned this well. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. 
We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Yeah, not great. I think it's kind of, I mean, what's what's up with that fucking, like, complete, like, Mother Nature double standard where, like, women, like, you know, you fully can't do it anymore. I mean, it's tough after 30, 33, but then you fully, like, it's impossible after 40 or so. But for men, you you can shoot your fucking sperm at 80 and fucking that shit'll that'll shit'll fly into an egg and make a child. Well, now they're speculating that there is such an old thing as old sperm now too. So it, it, it will work. It's just it might not work well. Uh, didn't Keith Richards have a fucking kid recently? Yeah, I mean actually I know uh, I I know the he is not a billionaire, but I know his stepfather is a billionaire. I know somebody whose mother married a billionaire. And pretty good. Uh, yeah, but not bad. And, and uh, that's her second wealthy man that she was with. So first man was did very well for himself. Second man, as you might imagine, to find yourself in the circles uh, that billionaires uh, uh, occupy, you're probably not like a, a Shoney's waitress, right? No, so so you, you, you're already plugged in. So her second marriage was to a billionaire. And uh, she actually paid unreal amounts of money to have a baby at like 47 or something, something absurd, like something where you, it's it's not even really comprehensible, but comprehensible, but uh, she did it because that's what you can do when your husband is a billionaire. All right. I mean, God bless, mm. you know, should I buy? A I don't home? know. No. Well, yeah, probably. <clears throat> like, I mean, only if you're going to rent it out. That's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> that's like exactly what I'm thinking of right now. Yeah, uh, that's my goal. That's like my five year plan. I it's, it's, yo, how funny is it that? It, <laughs> remember when everybody's like landlords are bad? Like you know, this podcast has been firmly in in the can we be landlords camp since, since we started. I just want to because because we're hard dick success stories. There you go. <laughs> I mean, look. Uh, no, if you're committed to like not leveling up, then you got to get the fuck out of here. That's so a, this, 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 this podcast has had, it has two, has two principles has two st- st- for, we don't do the puppet man's dance, but if true. we were to take a stance, it's two things, freedom of speech and standing with the black community. Okay. <laughs> wow. Really? <laughs> I, you know what? I, I do both those things. I just didn't know that that's what we were about. That's what we're about. Although I was thinking today, like for, for, for as much free speech recently, and we don't have to get into it because we've talked about it way too much, but like for as much as like a, a as a negative connotation as that notion has taken uh, for amongst, you know, especially the lefties and, and shit like that. Yeah. The last couple of years, you've noticed people really can't shut the fuck up, right? Like the people that would say that free speech sucks, uh, yes, literally never stop talking. <laughs> you literally never shut up. Like yeah. you just go on Twitter and you're like, Jesus! If you hate free speech so much, can you shut the fuck up? No, that's speech that's allowed for them. It's cool, right? Right. Speech for them. Speech. <laughs> Should we talk? I don't even know what's happening. Like, I have no idea what's uh, going on. In the world. I have no idea what's going on. Who's uh, Jenny? 
Amber uh, they, Amber Turd was said uh, on in the court records, which I think is very funny. <laughs> That's pretty uh, fun. She's on the ropes. Uh, sort of. Her team is now. Uh, I mean, I'm very impressed with with what they're doing. They, they've got the legacy media back in their corner. Crazy. It's so weird. <laughs> so so weird. Like it's becoming very evident that she's lying, and the legacy media's response is. This is just what they do to women. Yo, this isn't the hill to die on. And then you're talking to a guy who dies on every possible hill. Yeah. Just like, this isn't the one she's clearly full of shit. Stop. But Eric, yeah. I'm, I, I'm here. If you want to disparage uh, Johnny Depp, it's fine. What? It's fine. If did you, you ever see t- Donnie Brasco? Uh, no, I have no interest in Donnie Brasco. It's not a good movie, but he he <laughs> he carries it on his back pretty much. I got to give it to okay. him. Okay, I mean, good actor. Uh, it's tough because he's been doing those pirate movies for the last decade, and he's oh, yeah. so profoundly irritating. <laughs> Yo, check it out. If you like the pirate movies, you're also like big into Shrek lore. Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. I just don't have the time for the shit. I mean, like, it's just this shit for kids. Oh, by the way, do you know who Otto uh, Scorenzi is? Uh, what did you, what? No. Who's, what did you Otto say? Scorenzi, Otto Scorenzi. Otto Sounds like a comic book villain. Uh, close, actually. So he was a, a, a SS officer with a huge scar across his face. <laughs> so Fuck. he looks so much like a fucking villain. But wow. I was reading his Wikipedia the other day because I'm old. And uh, I just – so when he – Okay, so he was he escaped from prison uh, after the fall of Nazi Germany, right? All right. He uh, goes to uh, Madrid, uh, so he's bouncing around kind of like the fascist sympathizing countries, which at that time also included the entire Middle East, right? So I just thought that this was fascinating. Right now, I'm looking for more work. My job, which is client based. It's slow at the moment, so I'm like, oh, I should pick up. Uh, so you experienced one of uh, Australia's uh, famous brownouts, is that right? Who's got famous brownies? Hold on one second. Let me. I got to connect something. I, this, what are you talking this, about? Stop with this insanity for a moment. Uh, do, do you want to hear my Otto Zelensky story? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Are you I, acting like I didn't say Otto Zelensky four times before. Oh, I- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I remember now. Go. Okay, <laughs> so Otto Zelensky uh, flees. Zelensky Motors from uh, from uh, Tommy Boy. He, he flees, uh, and here's the part that is most interesting to me. He is offered so many fucking jobs. This is a Nazi, an SS officer, who has a massive disfiguring like scary scar on his face mm. and he gets job offers from all around the world. Fucking <laughs> Egypt is like, yo, come run our military for us. What is, do you ever like, if you lost your job today, God forbid, and you were in the job market and you didn't immediately get a job offer. Would you say as I did, What's up? Otto Zelensky got hella job offers. <laughs> That's my cover letter. Yeah, I'd be I'd be big mad. Oh, hold on. I've lost Eric, everybody. 
Oh, you lost me? Eric, are you I'm there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. What's up? Oh, no, guys. You didn't Something laugh at my down. joke. You didn't laugh at my fucking joke. Hold on. Which is a bummer. Something it was chaotic a good, is going on. It was a good joke. This is stupid. There you are. <laughs> are you there? Yeah, I knew uh, you didn't. You didn't laugh at my joke, which is how I knew that you were gone. Hold on, I everybody, bear with us. We're doing. Te- we're we're do- so we were disconnected by a brownout because there's uh, this crazy storm here at the moment. But uh, I do I do everything I do for our listeners. So right, uh, yeah, I'm trying to make this work. But hold on, my my little headphones are not working right now. This is good. Brownouts, radio, everybody, st- hang tight. Brownout sounds racial. Brownout is not racial. <laughs> did you see? Did you see? Uh, na- oh, hold on. Make noise now. Let's see if you are there. Zelensky, Zelensky. Damn. All right. We're gonna get. Did you lose on. me? You can't hear me. Okay. <clears throat> Eric, are you back? I'm back. Okay. Fuck it. All right. We're doing it live. Do it uh, live. Did you see? Uh, Namor, the Submariner, uh, mm. is uh, cast as a Mexican guy now, and they're rewriting his history to be from Mexico. Okay. Uh, what, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? That's right. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a stake in these culture war battles. I just like, if you make them. The thing is with comics is, don't they fucking like redo everyone's yeah, fucking do. origin like every year? So who gives it's, a shit? Fine, make them Mexican. It's frequent. Um, it's just, it feels a little pandering because it's for the Black Panther movie. So it just feels like, uh, this is, what is this? Like you guys got like the Brown section of the Marvel universe. Like you can't, you know, like Submariner is white guy. It's, it's you're correct. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> like he could be like these characters are so stepped on that they're not they're unrecognizable. So it's it really does not matter. But it just feels like like oh, I don't know. It's kind of icky that this is where you're gonna this is where you're gonna change the race of the character to be in the the brown guy movie now. Is that what's going on? Well, so yeah, they gotta they gotta fill their quota. They gotta get everybody from every star. Where's Muslim Squirrel Girl? God damn it! That's what I'm waiting for. It's truly just a matter of time. Where is Muslim Squirrel Girl? Come on. Do they not care about, wow, the fucking rampant Islamophobia at Disney? Uh, they do have their Islamic character now. Uh, not in the movies. Not in the movies. Oh, but she gets her own Disney show soon. Oh, God. No one watches that shit. <laughs> How'd they get Oscar Isaac? Uh, for Moon, I have no idea. I, I listen. I mean, I know the answer. Money. I, my understanding is that they are finding clever ways. This was what was reported the other day. I don't know if this is true or not. That the Marvel Cinematic Universe, meaning extending the television shows, is finding ways not to pay writing staff so that they can pay Oscar Isaacs more money. Holy fuck. (laughs) Yo. But here's the thing. That might, I'm, you know, maybe it's a libertarian leaning in myself, but maybe even as a writer, I side with that because it's not like anybody's going to fucking moon Knight for the, like nobody's clicking on moon Knight thinking this will be well, well written. They're going, no, but people still gotta get paid. I listen, I agree. But like, if you were going to prioritize the draw, it, it would be like, what are we supposed to do? Like pay the openers because they brought out two people like, Oh yeah, let's make sure we pay them super well. Cause it's a, it's a good thing to do. Or are you going to pay the, 
headliner that brought everybody out. Yes, well, Disney like, can fucking afford to pay of, everybody. There's a minimum to be respectful, but you know you got to be honest at some point. Listen, I have no doubt that these shows are written like fucking garbled trash. I have, I, I like, I have by fucking screenwriters who probably got their masters from UCLA. No question on that. Yeah. So, I, but I'm sure it's. Isn't that what's most amazing to me? Is like that everybody anything, comes from the same schools. That's amazing. Well, it's it's not even just that that they like. They're yeah that they they come from these schools and I feel like I could pull a fucking better story out of my fucking taint. I can't speak to that because I have not watched a second of these. No, I haven't either. But I, and I imagine that the studio has like heavy and probably breathing down their fucking necks with what they want rammed in it. But yes. like it's it's come on, man, like. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to write the same shit over and over, which is what Marvel and Disney's been doing. But like, it's another thing to just like, you know what? Maybe I couldn't do better because I completely lost my train of thought. I don't know what I was saying. <laughs> Whatever. It's uh, all the same. And I like the Marvel stuff. I actually quite enjoyed uh, Multiverse of Madness. So you're talking to a fan here. Uh, but like the TV shows, I I yo I can't do them. I can't do the TV shows. It's so interesting to me that I'm getting like, it, I'm getting real split, uh, real split commentary on this multiverse of madness. Some people are telling me I'll absolutely hate it. Other people tell me it's good. I I don't know what truth is. Do you like? I mean, people have said that it's like extremely ramy. For my taste, it wasn't quite ramy enough. Sure. Uh, uh, but I, he is such a clever filmmaker and he has moments in this that he shines that are really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it like, even like, you know, the, it just has more creativity and like, uh, uh, like you could tell he had fun with it. Like more, like it just, I mean, if you didn't tell me that Raimi made this movie, like I, you know, I, there you would be able to pick up on it kind of but like it's just it it just has more style it has more flavor it has more flair than 99% of these fucking movies so okay. for the for those reasons alone it's it was it's worth the watch and what else have you consumed recently uh i saw the northman thought that oh, was all right oh you like the northman i when i i was shocked to see anybody didn't like the northman yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was fucking good. I saw that and uh I mean I did so I never saw The Lighthouse. That was his second movie, right? Painful. I I I missed it when it was in theaters and then I tried to watch it on Amazon and I just I can't fucking get through it. No, it's 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 one of those movies. You know movies that just kind of and famously A24 is great at this. These movies that just kind of capture the zeitgeist of like a a mid intelligence, like what they call midwits, you know, like it it just, just kind of, uh, you're not really plugged into anything, but you're also not a moron. And you kind you know, when, when I was a child, it was stuff like train spotting, right? There's stuff that just captures the zeitgeist or Donnie Darko was one, right? It captures the zeitgeist because it's not so far out that, you can't just be an idiot genre fan and and enjoy it, but it's a little 
off kilter. So you, so you're, it just doesn't feel like transformers and that's enough for most people. And the, I thought that the, when the, like, okay, so that happened with uncut gems, right? At least uncut gems was fucking fun. Even if you didn't like, like, oh, why are we doing this again? This uh, another fucking indie movie came out that we all got to pretend is better than it is. Fuck. At least it was fun. Fucking the lighthouse was a torture fest. It was, it was Guantanamo style. Like, oh, what? Why are we doing this? And I liked the performances. I thought everything about it was was cool, except for the fact that it exists. Yeah, I, I, to me, it was just like. It was Willem Dafoe like overacting and then fucking Robert Pattinson underacting and like just it's just annoying. I don't know. It's I can't it might be a me problem. I can't like watch movies unless I've seen it already. I can't watch a movie on a television set like I have to go to a theater. What? Stop. I just I don't have the fucking attention span. It's horrible. When I'm in the theater, I have more discipline. I like don't look at my phone. But listen, you got to stop. This is, this is not me telling you this as like a personal criticism. Like I'm annoyed by you. It's, it's just, this is like an actual for your own benefit. You you have got to make your brain work better. Uh, (laughs) I think the, I think the fucking ship has sailed. It's, it's the fact that you are so incapable of just a, you know, baseline version of, of focus is, uh, Oh, it's bad, man. That's what I'm saying. But you're contributing to it when you, when you indulge it, you got to fight it. <laughs> I have TikTok brain. I don't even look at TikTok. That's what I'm saying. You have to fight it your way out of this. <laughs> no, I swear to God, it's gotten, it's gotten really bad over the last two years or so. I was, I mean, I was, I was blaming the vaccine. I don't know what it is. Like you know, there's, there's going to be so much the vaccine makes it so I can't do, I can't do my office job. Well, <laughs> so much of that. I'm fine with that. I just, I can't, I don't, yeah, it's, it's, I swear to God, I really felt it strong. Like starting last year where I was like, maybe it's, I don't know what it could be. Could it, is it, is it working from home? Is it pandemic fatigue? Like, I'm, I maybe the like we lost structure, but like I don't know. I did pretty good in the pandemic. I lost weight and shit. Like, but my yeah, my brain just is not. It's not. I don't know. It's 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 really like my attention span is really has really taken a hit. It's so fucked what's, up. What's up? What do you think this is? Can we f- formalize a lawsuit? Maybe that's I, I. That's maybe we can hit fucking you know. Which one did I get? I got Johnson and Johnson. Maybe we can hit them. Although that shit doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we go to court over that, they're going to be like, man, it's, it's a fraud. I got two say, shots of that shit. I'm going to say it doesn't do anything. And be, oh, um, yeah. Okay. That shit was jank. Hold on. Yeah. When I tell people out here that that's the one I got, they, they get a big kick out of it. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. People love it. I had something to share work. with you, but I don't recall what the fuck it was. What, 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 right. Oh, now, now whose brain doesn't fucking well, work? Well, it's because you, the way that you speak is a black hole because you got the, you got that brain now, which me or you, you, so when I, when you were speaking in my brain, you're sucking the thoughts out of my brain. Oh, stop. I, <laughs> I don't have that power. 
Yeah, I'm gaslighting. <laughs> <laughs> if I had that pa- I wish I had that fucking Remember power. our talk last episode about what it would take to gaslight you? This is my effort. This is my good faith effort. <laughs> gaslight. Good, good fucking luck. Uh, no, you know what? We, we, we don't, uh, so when this podcast started, right, it was a little bit more of like a, like a crossfire, right? Like I'm, um, who's the, who's the, I'm Chris Matthews, you're Tucker Carlson. It was a little more, it was a little more fun. And then like slowly over time, maybe it's just because we, we just all, we watch the same media. I don't know what it is, but we kind of have both red pilled. You know, maybe not at the same rate, but eventually we got there. We don't, ar- we don't, we don't argue enough. What is, what is something that we can, we can throw at each other? Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> I forgot to open the podcast with this. I was going to go, I was going to lock you into more trans talk. Oh God, please. I found like a clever way to like trick you into trans talk. I totally please. Forgot. If we're talking about how feeble my brain is and how like I can't understand things, I just I like every time we wade into trans stuff, I'm like I'm gonna just trip because I don't understand a lot of it. No, no, I mean nobody understands a lot of it. I, I don't even think that like the majority of of trans people. I mean, it's pretty dense subject, right? Like it, it, it's a funny thing. And this, we can make this not about trans. It applies to everything. Is how much are you really supposed to know about something that is not in your wheelhouse, your purview, sort of your thing, right? Like, if you and I are not trans, how much about trans shit can we really devote our brains to? I don't know. I mean, I presume someone out there would say we have some kind of social obligation. Oh, like, like uh, I got to know everything about Ukraine. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, like that. I don't know. I mean, so like it. I mean, what do we? No, I don't want. I can't. I can't do this. I can't, I, we can't do the train stuff. We can't, yo. It's too. It's too hot. The temperature is too hot. All right, let's do. Let's do uh, libertarian talk. Oh, uh, I love that. Well, no. Well, listen. I, I'll say that. I mean, listen. We've said it a billion times, but I mean, the libertarian shit is how I look at the trans shit. It's just like, yo, live however the fuck you want to live. I don't care. Like, okay, but, do what you got to do. But let's talk about the... Okay. This is old news by the time that this reaches our listeners, but let's use it as a quick talking point. Uh, the Netflix memo. What do you think of the Netflix memo? What? The one that was like, hey, if you don't like the stuff you work on, you don't have to work here. Do, say it again. That, the one that was like, if you don't like what Netflix puts out, you don't got to work here. Yeah. Which it, some people took exception to, but I think it's just like the natural fact of life. Like, yeah, I, yeah, it's not, this is the part that I, I found this really fascinating when I went, when I was in college, I was only supposed to be there for a couple of years because I, I had previous credits and all this. So, I would look at the kids that would be like really fixated on changing the culture of the campus and all this. And I would say, ah, maybe, maybe dump the money, dump the mental money into something longer form. Right. Cause I haven't, yeah. I haven't thought about college since I left. <laughs> so like, was I supposed to devote all of my time and energy 
which I went to school later, but let's say that you are uh, 19, 20, whatever you're supposed to be, 18, 19, 20, 21. Uh, aren't you supposed to be getting hammered and getting pussy? Why is it, why is it like, yeah, I'm going to devote my energies to a place that I'm leaving. Right. And is there anybody at Netflix that thinks that Netflix is their, the only employer that they'll have or like, you know, just move on if something's not working for you. I, I, I want to be Mr. Pro worker, but I find that our fixation on like kind of the union version of pro worker is really fucking narrow because it's, you know, sometimes being pro worker means the self advocacy of saying, yeah, this isn't working for me. I'm getting the fuck out. You don't got to change everything. You could just do it yourself. You could just create something that makes sense for you. Enter a space that makes sense for you. So Yeah, I wouldn't get a job at Fox News and be like, geez, guys, a lot of conservative content. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, it's, it's, just, it's Yeah. It's also just like, to me, it's self I mean, it's like, I would think about bouncing, you know, if I was working at a thing and I didn't like it, I would think about bouncing before trying to change it. Like, what? You know, like what, what, what do I owe fucking Netflix or fucking uh, the grocery store that I work at? Like what, why, why am I going to try and change the, like, that's just, to me, that's a weird impulse. Like, I don't like this job. I'm going to try and change the whole thing. Like what? No, just leave, do something different. Just, and for our listeners that think that that's like somehow the, you know, the, the, the the anti-union, whatever. What about this notion that you don't live in a um, – it, it, there's not just two corporations that run our planet. It often feels that way. But you, 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 there's plenty of opportunities to go find other work in this life. You, assuming that you're not the subject of discrimination, you could – the world is your oyster. You don't got to change Netflix. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, what no. a narrow, weird way to go through life. But, oh, like, man. why would you want to? Right. Well, that's the other thing. I have no stake in this thing. Why am I devoting any time to this? Like, why would you care that much? Yeah, I don't when know. Nef- it's, when Netflix yeah. sells, I don't make any more money. Why yeah. am I devoting any fucking effort to this? Yeah. By the way, uh, I, yeah. just, I, I just got a... Just got a message. <clears throat> it's, uh, you know, from... One of my friends that uh, you, know, you might consider on the free speech end of things. Uh, this is a web comic that I want to turn our listeners on to. I have no, I, ha- I, I have not read it. I've just seen one panel from it and I like it. Uh, it's called Dog N Word. And oh. The idea is Rex is a half man, half dog. He was created when a drunk old man forced himself on a stray female dog in the street. Because of his father, Rex has to live his life as a freak rejected by society. So one day he's going to find that man and rape him. Wow. And the panel from it says, I ain't, it's a shirtless man with a dog's head emerging from what looks like fire, perhaps, that says, I ain't letting nobody stopping me from raping my dad. Let's go right now. <laughs> and this gets this gets turned into a Marvel movie when the art is by a guy named Serbian Hero. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> I mean, this okay. Uh, yo, that it, tracks. This, but these are probably like teens, right? So, th- I like this so much that there's teens that are getting into edgy, edgy shit. You know, that's fun. Are they American teens or Serbian teens? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Oh, I, okay. I found it. I'm going to read all 30 chapters okay. uh, and <laughs> let everybody know what I think about this. I mean, sounds good to me. I, I don't know. I mean, so should we, what should we do here? Should we do, uh, we, should we close out with some messages? Uh, yeah, yeah, hit us with a message or two. Who do you think killed more people, Hillary Clinton or Kevin Spacey? That's tough. My father would say Kevin Spacey. My heart says Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Spacey's got bodies. Spacey's got bodies. I, you know, listen, uh, we're going to get me in trouble because uh, the Spacey thing I'm like so weird about because <laughs> he might be guilty of sin of 10 things. But the the one of them is the one that like got him in serious trouble. One of them was like purely fake and proven to be fake. And I get so weird about that shit. Listen, if you, to our listeners, well, to be honest, I don't have time to help you, but if in principle, I would, if you are like in a fucked up situation, I, I would like, and somebody's lying about even one half aspect of your shit, I will usually jump out for you because I just don't think people, if, if you're so bad, nobody needs to lie about you. Kevin Spacey was apparently by all accounts, a fucking creep. Now, was he so much, was he a rapist? I don't know about that because the one fellow that accused him of it, uh, was proven to be lying. So I don't know, but like, I don't know. I, man, I'm reading this dog N word <laughs> because of my father. I've had to live my life as a freak rejected by society. So I'm going to find that man. And then I scroll to the next page and it's just a black page with nothing on it except and rape him. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to dog N word by DH animations and Serbian. (laughs) Where did this come from? Uh, uh, Yo, I don't know. This is, this is really good. Jeez. Uh how long when you so when you when you eat dinner, right? Yeah. How long till you have a little dessert after? Before I have dessert? Yeah, like like if you like say like you just finished eating, you you had a mouthful of olives or something, uh how long until you grab an oatmeal cookie? Oh five minutes. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is uh, 
well, I don't know. I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show, wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. See, I'm like... I'm like maybe one minute. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, it's, I'm just saying it's not long. It's, yeah. It's, no, it's not long. It, I'll like finish that last bite of taco and then grab a fucking Klondike bar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Just, all right. We're on the same page. Cause some people are like, I don't want to, I don't want the dessert just yet. You know? Oh, no, no, no. Listen, I think that shit is so weird. I, I, weirdest thing in the world is when I, you, I'll go, oh, hey, do you need something to drink? And someone will say, uh, no, I'm fine. What? You're eating food. D- drink while you're eating food. It's oh. to me that's the creepiest thing in the world when somebody can just not Oh no, my mouth is completely wet. Don't worry about it. I'm I don't need fluids. My my this is the biggest point of contention I have with my mother. She has like a weird staunch position where she does not she does not have any liquids when she's eating dinner. Oh my god, no, I hate your she, mother. <laughs> she thinks it's stupid that it ruins the taste of what you're eating. Provably no. Uh, uh, Provably no. I mean, I listen. Preaching to the choir. I mean, I think she's fucking crazy. Also, the artwork in uh, Dog Inward is uh, is much better than I thought it would be. Uh, well, it's largely bad. It's just these. <clears throat> it's just these uh, kind of like payoff panels, these money panels that they put effort into. The rest of it looks like it was done by you. Okay. <laughs> let's do a let's do a message. All right. This is a notification call from our Department of Tax Debt and Financial Settlement Services. There are new programs that can help you reduce or eliminate your debt completely. That sounds pretty good. It is possible that your tax debt can now be considered temporarily non-collectible. Whoa. You can call me back at my personal desk 877-867 9901. Is this guy British? Uh, no, I think that was a robot voice. Oh. Uh, so wait, <laughs> we owe tax debt? What was that? Uh, <laughs> wait a second. Hang on. My name is Mario Thomas. He says his name is Mario Thomas. That can't be right. Yeah, well, I guess we owe some debt or something. I don't know. <laughs> I hope that's real so that we can demonstrate that we don't even we don't even do the most basic of follow up on our debts. Fuck no. Uh listen, Mario. I don't I don't I don't buy whatever you're selling here. Uh all right, let's uh, let's do another message. Hey guys, your boy Brian calling. Uh just wanted to know why the fuck do sci fi guys love reading erotica? I went to some sci fi paperback show not that long ago. And so, like, I, I can't even tell you the amount of erotica I saw being told. Uh, yeah, love the show. Hope you guys have a good day. Uh, erotica by sci-fi guys? Is that what he said? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's like, I mean, it's the, it's hentai. It's all this shit. It's. Oh, hentai. Yeah. Well, not hentai. He's talking about prose, I'm pretty sure. But it's. Why does anybody who's living a mostly um, indoor, no pussy sort of life, 
why do they create complex fantasies uh, about getting pussy? I, I don't think this is like, you don't need our insight on this. I mean, what's a, what does he mean by sci-fi guy? Like, you know, like if you go to sci-fi, you go to horror conventions, you know, you wear your little, yeah. you wear your little creep show shirt. You take photos with scream Queens, you know, you say, Hell yeah. you say inappropriate shit to them and they just nod and, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, but, uh, hold on. Here's a, here's a panel from, uh, a dog and, uh, he goes, so the one he got a ha- dog and got a, got a, uh, haircut. And then Neo, who is a warrior who came on his father's behalf to fight him says, dude, you owe me like, er, pardon me, dog, dog. And says, dude, you owe me like $50 for the cut. And, uh, and then, uh, this is after they fight good panel. Neo says, a cut? The fuck you mean a cut? Bitch, you cut my dick off. It don't work no more. (laughs) (laughs) They're really cutting dicks off on this fucking... Everybody, check out Dog N. It's really good. (laughs) Wow. It's it's still intrigued as to how you you came across this. Also, that panel you sent me also looks like it was well-drawn. Yeah, it's most of it is not. I'm sending you, like, these are the payoff panels where somebody says something really ridiculous that are <laughs> really fucking great. Um, okay. Do we have Hentai. Any, give me another call. Give me another uh, uh, voicemail. All right. Uh, one sec. Let's see here. Dog N takes place in Manassas, by the way. Where is, I don't know where Manassas is. Where Where is Manassas? Let's see. Manassas is Virginia, and it is, uh, yeah, where is it? It's north of, mm-mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, okay. So it's a very weird place for something to take place. It, it is uh, uh, just, it's like outside of Washington, but so far outside that it's its own place, and it, it's just strange that this would be the setting for anything. Okay. All right. Let's do a message. Hang on. Oh, Yo, do you hear? Can you hear what's going on in my space? I mean, yeah. Is there like a dog or something? No, it's it's like a tornado. That's that's the garage door ready to give in. That's pretty cool. I haven't seen rain in like six months. You haven't seen tornado uh, the film Twister in six months? No, I actually watched a little bit of Twister the other day. It's bad. <laughs> You know, I, my favorite is when our podcast is boring. I think it's like the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> it is funny. It is funny. It's good. Twister sucks. It's a shitty movie. Yeah. Uh, here's a message. Just heard you guys talking about people getting mad about the way you were speaking about BPD, and I, I had to call in because this has been really grinding my fucking gears lately. Uh-huh. I've been thinking back to the start of Me Too and just getting mad at these BPD girls being like, mm, actually, I've never hit my boyfriend. I just accuse him of abuse. He, 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 he. <laughs> Meanwhile, these exact same fucking girls were the same people getting mad anytime someone said something like, not all men. This is the same shit that causes cucks like Eric to be like, oh, I bet Johnny was bad too. You're a cuck, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you. Thank you for your listenership. Uh, uh, I didn't see anybody get mad at us at us at the, about the BPD thing, but I don't blame them. No, no one got mad at us. Okay, but I don't blame them if they do because, like, 
it's upset. It's genuinely upsetting. If I said, Hey, you, you, like, which I said many times on the podcast, that's a personality disorder that you can only help. You can only uh, sort of uh, uh, dampen it. You, you, you'll, you're living with it forever and it sucks. And there's a possibility that you suck because of it. Yo, I understand why somebody w- wouldn't want to hear that shit. Do you know what I mean? Like <clears throat> if I had what amounts to a fucking disability and somebody was like, uh, yeah, that sucks that you got that. I won't fuck with you. I'd be like, yo, this, I hate this guy, <laughs> but what can I tell you, man? Like BPD is the, it's the cause of all the pain in my life and I don't even got it. <laughs> it's so like, I just, I, everybody can be mad, but I'm not making any excuses for my position on this. It just, it sucks. It's difficult to be around and it ends up hurting people really bad. I, I can't fuck with it. Yeah. I mean, what was this guy's beef that, that, that people were mad? I don't think anyone was mad at us. No, no, no. This guy has got no beef with us except for you who he calls a cuck, but, <laughs> uh, he, he observed somebody talking, whatever people are going to be mad. I, it's like, I, it's like I losing some followers on my, uh, newsletter. I really feel like the last few years were schizophrenic, like this panic about like, Oh no, my, my socials are going to be impacted by, you know, (laughs) this allegation that I, that I used the N word when I was nine, you know what I mean? But I think we're coming out of that a little bit, right? I, I, I think that we can just disagree. If someone is BPD the fuck out and thinks that all women with BPD tell the truth all the time, you know, they can, they can, we can just agree to disagree. <laughs> it's all good. I'm looking at, uh, you ever see one of those like, like name generators where like, they'll give you, like, it'll ask you your month and then like the date yes. and it'll have like, in the, if you match it, some, uh, my, my, my gangster name is, uh, is, uh, Nikki foreskin. <laughs> uh, yo, it just occurred to me that there's almost certainly go on Twitter right now. See if, Bay PD is how oh. many women have that? Bay PD. Le- like, you're, you're like Bay. Your your gangster name, by the way, is uh, is uh, Tony Coozhound. Tony Coozhound. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Bay PD. Uh, like B A E PD. Yes. Let's see here. Am I more uh, cl- am I more clever than the BPD girls? About to start my Bay PD research festival. Uh, I see a lot of weird like graduation stuff. What is no? This has got to be. <laughs> this is different. No, I'm getting nothing from Bay PD. Oh, I guess I'm more clever than the girls. I think you are more clever. Which, Did by you the make way, everybody, up? yes, Eric and I are aware that like four percent of people with BPD are are biological males. We acknowledge this. Thank you. Oh, I didn't even know that. It's only four percent. No, but it's it, it's it's higher than that. But it's uh, it, women have it more with greater frequency for sure. Huh. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we knew that. Um. Hmm. All right. I don't know. You got anything else? So, uh, no, I think we're probably good. There's something going on outside my house that's like hurricane style. So. Uh, list our socials 
and all that bullshit. And then we'll go to overtime after I inspect this, but just stay on the line while you say your little bullshit. All right. Uh, let's see. Worst possible time. Uh, no, um, patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Uh, Pat's been doing, uh, daily affirmations and they've been daily so far. I'm kind of impressed. Uh, we haven't missed it. We've been we've going on four days straight here. Go there, give us money. It's cheap to get a whole ton of bonus content. Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Uh, we'll do overtime. We'll keep this episode going, but it'll be on the Patreon. You know the deal. Um, at WP timeline on Twitter. That's where our Twitter presence is for whatever that, the use of that shit is. Uh, 205-509-9785. Give us a call. Leave a message. You can call me a cuck. You can call Pat racist. Whatever you want to do, it's 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 up to you, man. That's 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 the beauty of this of this world that we live in. You get to say things, and then other people will respond to them. Uh, give us a call. Leave us a message. And uh, worst possible timeline at gmail.com for all other uh, business inquiries. Let's go. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now the podcast about nothing your favorite podcast's favorite podcast do you enjoy nothing <laughs> so do we why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts